Good morning. Um, welcome to the Village Church, where our mission is to know Jesus, to enjoy Jesus, and to glorify Jesus. Our vision is broken people coming together to embrace and extend Jesus' love. So scanning the QR code, which is located on the front of the worship guide, allows you to connect to all online information about our church, the givings of tithes and offerings, along with our social media platforms, all in one place. So guests, please click on the menu item for the first-time guests. Um, at the Village Church, we believe that giving of tithes and offerings is an act of worship. You may give to the vision or mission at the church online address, or you may mail a check to our address, 2103 Virginia Boulevard, um, Huntsville, 35811. Um, or after the service, you may drop your offering off in the designated area in the back of the sanctuary. So, important dates and reminders. The church office is closed Monday, January 22nd. And do you want to learn, if you want to learn more about our village, um, or if you're interested you can be, in becoming a church member, the, you can take our Into the Village class. It begins January 8th, and a sign-up sheet is at the information center in the foyer. You can also email the office at cynthia at intervillage.net. There will also be an Enter the Village class for students who are ready to make a public profession of faith and join the church. That class starts will start January 8th, and a sign-up sheet is at the information desk in the foyer. For more information, contact Richard Gozen or DeMarco Teague. Okay, I think that's it, so thank you. keep it moving. Uh, Welcome to the Village Church. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Are you glad this morning? Some of us may be a little tired because we were up last night counting in the new year. But thanks be to God to be able to um, be in the land of the living, to have tasted and seen the goodness of the Lord. Amen? Amen. I think this is next to the word. Let me say that so I don't get in trouble with my pastor. This is one has become one of um, my favorite times of our service because I understand um, as a wife and as a mother and as a woman and as a daughter there are so many things that happen during the week that distract me from looking forward to this gathering there are so many things that happen when we wake up on Sunday morning 
especially mamas that have these little babies, I remember what that's like. Or you get up and then, you know, you're bumping heads with your spouse. Or you just don't feel like doing a thing. I know what that's like. So I love this time. Because sometimes if we're honest, church people, we just don't feel like it. It sounds good to say rejoice in the Lord always, but we don't always feel like it. And we have to choose that. I understand that. And sometimes we come here on Sunday morning because this is what we're supposed to do. Like We come to church. And so we're going to get up and do that, kicking and screaming. But we just don't feel like it. And we need to be honest with ourselves and honest with the Lord. That's where we are sometimes, and yet know that he won't cast us aside for feeling like that, and that he's standing and waiting with open arms, and and not from afar off, like he's right here. It's okay, I got you, because he's Emmanuel, he is with us. So I would like for us to take a few moments, just right where you are, or if you need to get in a corner, that's cool too, and talk to the Lord. And give him your stuff. The word says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And we can cast our cares knowing that he will sustain us. So I'm going to be quiet for a few moments. Um, just, Just talk to the Lord this morning. Give him thanks to be here. And whatever else you need to say to him, know he inclines his ear to hear you. He's listening. Hear these words from Psalm 8. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet all flocks and herds and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Who am I that the highest king would I was lost, but you brought me in, oh, his love for me, oh, his love for me. Oh, the sun set 
against you. Amen. Sometimes we got like we got to remind ourselves and remind each other of these things. We are the beloved children of God and we can stand in that. Amen. All right. I've used all my juice for the day now. <laughs> Our call to worship this morning is from Isaiah um, Isaiah 9 verse 2. 
and verse 6 and 7b. Please join me where it says people and also all. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Of the increase of his government and of the peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Amen? All right, y'all. We're going to have a little workout this morning, which means you're going to have to clap with me, or try to, and clap on two and four, not one and three. All right? This is the day. Jesus, in the name of 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 Jesus, in the name of
when we call on that great name there's power in the name of Jesus there's healing in the name of Jesus whatever we need it's in the name of Jesus amen he fights our battles Jehovah is his name he's a mighty warrior Jehovah is his name he's Emmanuel He is with us. Jehovah is his name. He is our banner. Jehovah is his name. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We are overcomers. Why? Because Jehovah is his name. This song is super simple. Jehovah is your name.
I do want to say, especially to our guests, we are so glad you're here with us, and we hope you find this to be a place where you can worship in spirit and in truth. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. as we come to this changing of the year and we look back on what's happened the year before and think about and hope for the year to come. Sometimes we think about the things that we have and the things that we need. But Father, what we really need is more of you. The knowledge of you. And not just the brain knowledge, but the heart knowledge. Father, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit. And what the word calls that unction that comes from you. Spirit, we need you. We need that unction poured out upon us. Filling us when we're empty overflowing us into the people around us. We need more of you this year. Father, we just thank you that you are a strong tower that the righteous can run to. 
You are our strength. You're our song. You're our salvation. You are everything to us. Father, and we just praise you for that. Father, we praise you that you uphold us with your mighty, righteous right hand. That hand of strength, you have us in the palm of your hand. And there's nothing we can do or this world can do that will ever separate us from you. You'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. You're always with us, even when we turn from you. Father, I thank you that you walk with us, even in the valley of the shadow of death. You're with us, and sometimes you carry us through there when we can't go on anymore. Father, we thank you that you're the upholder of our head when we're downcast. We thank you for who you are, not just what you do for us. We pray that through your Holy Spirit in us that we will glorify you. In the name of Jesus, amen. We come now to the part of our service where we confess our sin sins of omission, sins of commission, things that we've done within our family, our friends, our co-workers, or just to God. So our confession of sin comes from Jude chapter 1. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Let's just spend a few moments in silent meditation, uh, confessing our sins to the Lord. Amen. Our our assurance of pardon also comes from Jude chapter 1. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. I thought I was about to fall over when I got to the steps. Please please stand if you are able for the reading of God's word. His divine, his divine power has granted to, to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his, called us to his own glory and ex- excellence by which he has granted, granted to us precious and very great prophecies so that uh, so that through them you may become partakers in, I mean, partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For 
For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly, bro, brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in in this way there will be richly provided for you an interest, entrance to the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the word of God. Thank you, Ian, for the reading of God's word. We're now going to have a time of prayer of supplication. And would you please join me as we go to the Lord uh, in prayer. Father, we, I want to bring before you, Lord, this, this new year that we're getting ready to experience. Lord, it's going to be an experience. It's going to be filled with some joys. It's going to be filled with some pain. It's going to be filled with the beginning of life, the ending of life. There will be sickness. There will be health. There will be conflict. There will be joys. There'll be suffering, there'll be laughter, there'll be tears. We're going to experience so many different things this year. But the one thing that will remain constant and faithful is you, no matter what we go through. No matter what you allow us to go through, you will be faithful. You will be Father. You will be good. And so my prayer supplication for us as a church is that you will help our unbelief. That you will help us to see you, who you truly are. That you will minister to our brokenness. That you will give us the humility that we need as a church to, to really be broken people coming together to embrace and extend Jesus' love. That you will help us within our families to keep short accounts that you will give the humility that is needed for us to stand up for truth and for justice, that you will um, give some of us the strength to reach out for help when we need help, that you will give freedom from addictions, healing from trauma, heal broken relationships. Lord, help us to know that in you, there's no fear. We don't have to be afraid of the uncertainties. We don't have to be afraid of the what ifs. We don't know everything that's going to happen this new year. But what we do know is that you will be good to your people. I pray you give wisdom to leaders within the church, wisdom to national leaders, those who know you and those who don't know you. 
Lord, you know what we need. You know what our church needs. I pray that you'll provide it. You know those in our congregation that are dealing with sickness. I pray for healing over their bodies. You know the relationships within our church that may be strained. I pray that you will heal those relationships. I even pray for those within our body who, who are dealing with church hurt from this church. That, Lord, you will bring healing, reconciliation. Father, we place this year before you, the known and the unknown. And I pray for all this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, happy New Year, Saints. Almost didn't make it because I was up screaming all night long. But I'm here. In, in the time management book, First Things First, the author writes this. He says, some of us feel empty. We've defined happiness solely in terms of professional and financial achievements. And we find that our success did not bring us the satisfaction uh, we thought it would. We've painfully climbed the ladder of success, rung by rung, the diploma, the late nights, the promotions, the house, the status, only to discover when we reach the top rung that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Absorbed in the ascent, we left a trail of shattered relationships, over-focused efforts. In our race up the ladder, we simply did not take time to do what really mattered most. These words are painfully accurate. They're even accurate for those of us who feel empty because our priorities out of order. These words are correct for people trying to buy happiness and love. For people robbing Peter to pay Paul. For people up to their eyeballs in debt. For people living for the moment and instant gratification. And for people who are slaves to busy schedules. TBC Saints, look back at your 2022 for a moment. Reflect on the past year and answer this question in your heart. Did you do what really mattered most? Last year, did you do what really mattered most? Now, as you look at this new year, I have another question. Will you take the time to do what really matters this year? Will you take the time to do what really matters most in 2023? The title of today's sermon is What Really Matters in 2023. I'll do my best to answer that question for us in two sermons. I thought it was going to be one sermon, but it's going to be two sermons. And I know I'm starting out the year wrong. <laughs> the answer is found in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 11. And the big main point of this sermon and the second sermon is this. Doing what matters, doing what matters most will help us, will help our 2023 be effective and fruitful for Jesus Christ. Doing what matters most will help our 2023 be effective and fruitful 
for Jesus Christ. But do we believe it? Please pray with and for me. Spirit of truth, our counselor, our helper, will you help us today? Will you continue to help us? We can't even worship in spirit and truth without you. It it cannot be done. You are involved in every aspect of our lives for those of us who have saving faith in Christ. Our, our belief does not even come from our own effort. It comes from you. Our ability to, to read Scripture and to understand Scripture doesn't come from ourselves. It comes from you. You are doing it in and through us. And if you don't move, and if you don't give conviction, if you don't um, illuminate our minds, then, then, then this word is going to fall on dead hearts. My, my heart would be dead. The hearts of everyone here would be dead if you don't move. Our faith is, is highly supernatural. Being smart don't make you spiritually mature. Being middle class don't make you spiritually mature. What makes us spiritually mature, Lord, is the Spirit of God working in and through us. That's you, Holy Spirit. We are not part of the Godhead. We are not part of the Trinity. We are utterly dependent upon you to give us the strength, the energy, the stamina that we need to to flourish in this life. I sometimes wish I can flourish in my own strength and productivity and performance. That will only take us so far. Holy Spirit our counselor, the deposit that guarantees our inheritance, the the helper that Jesus sent when he ascended, will you move in this place today for our benefit and for the glory of our Redeemer and King? And it's in his name that I do pray. Amen. Do y'all know the types of memory within the human brain. Do y'all know? According to one author, most scientists believe that that there are at least four general types of memory. There's sensory sensory memory, working memory, short-term memory, long-term memory. And this same author, she defines these types of memories in, in an article that she wrote back in 2020. Listen to what she writes. She writes, sensory memory hold sensory information for brief periods of time, usually one second or less. Examples include registering a sound that a person encounters on a walk or briefly acknowledging something that's in a person's field of vision. Short-term memory, it allows a person to recall limited strings of information for a short period. These memories disappear quickly for after about 30 seconds. Examples include Remembering a string of five or seven words and repeating them back. Remembering a phone number while getting a pen to jot it down. She continues, working memory is similar to short-term memory. However, unlike the latter, working memory is where we, man- where we manipulate information, like solving complex math problems. A person must remember several numbers. Baking something, which requires a person to recall the ingredients they already added. And finally, there's long-term memory. 
The author writes, this memory stores a wide range of memories and experiences. Most memories that people recall, especially those older than 20 seconds, are part of long-term memory. Now, what are your thoughts about these types of memories, saints? All four of them. All human beings have them to some degree. And if you are a Christian, there's a fifth type of memory. I call it gospel memory. I need to pull out the sign. Gospel memory. Gospel memory really matters in 2023. Write it down if you're a note taker. In 2023, gospel memory really matters. Well, Pastor Alex, what do you mean by gospel memory? Great question. I answer it. Gospel memory is you explicitly remembering all that God has done for you. That's what it is. Remembering it. The Apostle Peter shows us what God has done for us in verses 3 and 4. He says, so, so first, this is the first point. First, remember what God's divine power has granted to us. Remember what God's divine power has granted to us. Look at verse 3a. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You know what that means in Greek? All things that pertain to life and godliness. Don't, don't gloss over Peter's first three words in this verse. He says, remember them. He says, God's divine power. So you got to remember, it's not your power, your might, your strength, your will, your resources. Your schedule, your agenda, your connections. Remember, it's not your goodness and your righteousness. Remember, it's not your productivity and your performance. Remember, it's not your spirituality or your ministry work. It's God's divine power. That's the first thing you got to remember in 2023. God's divine power has granted to us all things that pertains to life and godliness. It's his free, sovereign choice that has given us these things. The Message Bible says everything that goes into a life pleasing of God has been miraculously given to us. Think about that. The J.B. Phillips translation says he has, he has, by his own actions, given us everything that is necessary for living the truly good life. But do y'all believe it? Do I believe it? Second, remember God grants us all things that pertain to eternal life and a godly life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Look at verse 3 again. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Remember, we get all things that pertain to eternal life and a godly life through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And here's the thing. This knowledge isn't simply knowing theological facts about Jesus. It's more than knowing the catechism. It's more than um, reading theological books about him. It's more than going to conferences. It's more than the Bible, the stuff you learn about Jesus in the SEC class. 
It's not just the Bible stories. The knowledge of Jesus refers to saving faith in Jesus. And saving faith means to rest, trust, and depend upon Jesus alone for eternal life and a godly life. That's saving faith. That's the knowledge of him. So we got to remember in 2023, everything that pertains to life and godliness only comes through saving faith in Jesus Christ, period. Period. So you got to remember his finished work. You remember his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension. You don't ever forget those things. You have to remember he is the propitiation for our sins. He made atonement for that. You have to remember he was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. You have to remember that. You have to remember that that for our sake, God made Jesus to be sin who knew no sin so that in Jesus we might become the righteousness of God. You have to remember that stuff. You have to remember that in Jesus, nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. You have to remember that. That is gospel memory at work. So in 2023, you have to remember what really matters most for you as a Christian. God the Father has granted to us all things that pertain to eternal life and living a godly life through saving faith in his son, Jesus Christ, period. That's what really matters most. Peter tells us that Jesus calls us to his own glory and excellence. What does Peter mean by this? He means Jesus calls us to himself in order to be in a personal and intimate relationship with him. The Message Bible says, I love this, everything that goes into a life pleasing to God has been miraculously given to us by, by us getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God, the best invitation we ever received. In 2023, remember, Jesus wants you to know him, and he wants to know you. But what does it look like, Pastor Alex? You need to spend less time working for Jesus and more time getting to know him. Because some of you work for him, but you don't know him at all. Because you don't slow down enough to really commune with him in a personal relationship. Jesus wants, to, God, he, Jesus wants us to know his glory and his excellence. His glory is referring to his character, his person, like who he is. Who is Jesus? We, we just read about it in our uh, confession of faith, in our uh, call to worship. What it says, wonderful counselor, mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Is that the Jesus you know? Jesus is King. Jesus is holy. Jesus is faithful. Jesus is both God and man. Jesus is Savior. He's Redeemer. He's all these things. He's your comforter. He's your sustainer. He's your forgiver. He's the upholder of your head. He's all these things and more to you. So if you're growing in your closer to Jesus, you're going to grow in knowing who he is. 
first. Who is he? Who is he? His excellence refers to his work. So it's not just remembering knowing who he is, but it's also knowing how he functions, his actions, his deeds, his, 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 his um, works. Jesus heals. Jesus restores. Jesus reconciles. Jesus forgives. Jesus blesses. And he disciplines. Growing in a more intimate and personal relationship with Jesus really matters in 2023. But do y'all believe it? Is that on your New Year's resolution list? Is it? Third, remember, through saving faith in Jesus, we have precious and very great promise. Look at verse 4a. By which he has granted us his very precious and great promise. All things that pertain to life and godliness are God's precious and great promises. These these promises are granted to us through saving faith in Jesus Christ. So in 2023, you have to remember that all the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. You have to remember the promise of the Holy Spirit. You you do realize the Holy Spirit coming is a promise. So you have to remember that the Holy Spirit lives in all Christians supernaturally. So you got to remember that in 2023, that you're never alone operating in your own strength. You have God's power actually living inside of you. In John 14, Jesus says, he tells his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. To be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him. For he dwells within you and will be in you. That is the promise of the Holy Spirit. In 2023 you got to also remember that in Jesus there is forgiveness. For your sins. Still. 1 John 1 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just. And he would forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So in 2023, will you remember there is forgiveness for you in Jesus? Present forgiveness. Not in the past, but in the right now and in the future too. In 2023, you got to remember in Jesus there is peace. Peace. You don't have to constantly live at war within yourself. In John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives to you, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Peace. In 2023. Through Jesus. Also in 2023, remember, there's freedom from the power of sin and death. They're no longer your masters. No longer your masters. Romans 6, 5 through 11 says, For if we have been united with Jesus in his death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. 
For we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be a slave to sin. Hallelujah. For one who has died has set us free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ been raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. In 2023, can you remember that? You may struggle with sin this year, yes, but it doesn't have to be your daddy or your mama or your grandpa. It doesn't. You can live freely. Remember, in 2023, there's no condemnation. No shame. No guilt. Romans 8, one, Romans 8 verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In the Greek, that means no condemnation. For the law, the spirit of life has set you free in Christ from the law of sin and death. These are God's promises. These are things that you don't have to work for. These are things you just have to remember you already got. (laughs) You already have these things. Things that you didn't even work for. Things you can't even earn for yourself. You have these precious and great promises through faith in Jesus. And sometimes you may need to put out an index card and write them all down and memorize them. I have this because of Jesus. You have to remind yourself. Gospel memory, it doesn't work. It's a muscle. If you want that muscle to grow, then you've got to remember this stuff. You've got to exercise it. Whatever works for you, you got to remember these things. Because these promises are either yes or amen, or it's a bunch of trash. Can't be in between. Can't be in between. And you can't remember them if you don't hide them in your heart. That may mean scripture memory for some of you. In 2023, remember... In Jesus, there's mercy upon mercy. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says, The steadfast of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So in 2023, every day you wake up, you're going to wake up to new morning mercies. you got to remember that. Again, you don't even have to ask for it. It's already there. All you got to do is remember it. Remember it. In 2023, remember there's daily grace. Grace for the moment. James 4 says, but James 4 6 says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In 2023, remember your adoption as beloved sons and daughters of a good God. Romans 8, 14 and 17 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For we did not receive the the, the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, Father. 
the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. In 2023, remember who you are. One of the best scenes in the Black Panther was when T'Challa's mother said, show him who you are. Do you know who you are? Do you remember who you are in 2023? That really matters most. You got to know that you're beloved. Not some of the time, all the time. Even when you're struggling, you're still beloved. Even when you fall short, you're still beloved. Even when you may be under God's discipline, you're still beloved. Something you don't ever have to work for. You got to remember this stuff. In 2023, remember that, that sanctification is progressive. And sanctification is a work of God's free grace, whereby we are renewed in the whole person after the image of God. And we are enabled more and more to die unto sin and to live unto righteousness. Look at verse 4. By whom, by which we, he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. This is the next, look at what he says next. So that through them, these promises, you might become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world. Because of sinful desires. That is you being transformed. That is you being molded more and more into the image of Christ. That is sanctification. And again, that is happening. Even if you don't feel it or see it. Because God is doing it. Because God is doing it. TBC Saints, in order to get a true impact of what Peter is saying here. A better translation for the verb to grant. He used the verb to, to grant twice in this passage. It, it, you got to feel the weight of this. It's like this. God doesn't just forgive us once, but he continues to forgive us. You see, that verb to grant is, is, is a present tense. So you, a good way to translate it is he continues to grant. 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 He continues to grant forgiveness of your of your sins, past, present, and future. Christ's righteousness doesn't just cover you at the point of salvation. It continues to cover you throughout your whole lifetime. Your 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 adoption isn't foster care. It's permanent. Your, our freedom from shame and guilt and combination isn't temporarily. It's everlasting. Our sanctification isn't wishful thinking. It is real and it's currently happening in our life. The Spirit isn't some supernatural myth or force, but He's real. This is not Star Wars. He's part of Godhead. He truly lives inside of all of us. So in 2023, we have to remember the gospel of Jesus Christ and all of its benefits to us. So what are you going to remember? What are you going to rest in? As American Christians, we got, our, we got everything coming at us, promising us stuff. Do this. Do that. 
do this resolution, do this, do that, do this, do that. But I'm telling you what really matters is that you already got it. That's what we fail to understand. What all these things are offering, what all these other faults Jesus are offering, you already got it. You just got to remember it. Just got to remember. One Christian theologian writes, Christ has so many wonderful things to his people and brings them such a wealth of benefits as the mind cannot comprehend nor the heart find words to express. Bernardo Claravo is a church father. He speaks in his writings of, of a perfume compounded of the remembered benefits of God. Such fragrance is all too rare. Every follower of Christ should smell of such a perfume. For, for have we not all received more from God's kindness than our imagination could ever conceive before we knew him and discovered for ourselves how rich and generous he is? That's, that we have received his fullness of grace for grace, no one would deny. But the fragrance comes from not receiving, but from remembering. The fragrance of the perfume comes from not receiving, but from remembering. So what really matters in 2023 is this perfume compounded of the remembered benefits of God, a gospel memory. Remember what God's divine power has granted to you. Remember God's power has granted to you all things that pertain to life and godliness through saving faith in his son. Remember, through saving faith in Jesus, we have precious and very great promises. And remember, all God's promises in Christ will continue to be yes and amen forever. But do y'all believe it? Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. This, this here, Lord, so much better than a Georgia win last night. So much better. But this is real. So much realer. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will let these promises flow through our spiritual veins. Wrap our hearts around them, our minds around them. We'll tie them around our necks. We'll write them in our journals. We'll put them on the fridge or in the mirror in the bathroom that we will daily remind ourselves of, of who we are and what we have. These precious and very great promises that are ours in Christ. And so my prayer that as we go out and begin this first week of the new year, Help us to remember what really matters most. It's in Christ's name that I pray. Amen. Please stand, saints, as we close our service.